0: Beyond Hospital Doors, just the facts, the power to protect. You call the shots, Doc. Sydney Regional Medical Center presents a new podcast series. We are taking our signature health and wellness profile and breaking it down into episodes where we will speak with our top providers and experts on issues that extend beyond hospital doors. In this podcast, we feature Dr. Sarah Scholler, a family practice specialist who is a part of the Sydney Regional Medical Center's Physician Group and a doctor of osteopathic medicine. On the topic of You Call the Shot Stock, a talk with one of our leading health pro- providers on pow- the power shot. Is it good for you? Join us as we go beyond hospital doors, as I will be your host. This is Kimberly Dreyer. Dr. Scholler, you have an amazing record and a practice, not only with the baby population, but all the way into the teen, adolescent, and older adult American population. In our topic today, we want to review with you and dispel myths, rumors, or fears regarding immunizations and explain herd community immunity. Welcome, doctor. Thank you. Um, Before we begin, do you know the answer to this definition, blank, is a simple, safe, and effective way of protecting people against harmful diseases before they come into contact with them.
1: Yeah, so I'd say immunization and vaccines.
0: All right, wonderful. What can you tell us a little bit about this whole entire topic before we
1: begin? It's definitely become a hot topic in the last... Um, few years, and you definitely have a lot of people on both ends of the spectrum. Um, but then you also have a lot of people who just don't know and want to learn as much as possible about them. So this is going to be very helpful. For sure.
0: We want to focus primarily in this podcast on debunking the myths, and there are so many. And there are um, in part of this podcast, uh, we did a lot of research in so many different areas. and one of and with all of these topics, One of them is vaccinating children, and despite the fact that numerous studies have found no evidence to support the notion that vaccines cause autism or other chronic illnesses, a growing number of parents are refusing to vaccinate their children. And I could go into length about different scenarios, but let's talk about that first myth, well baby shots. Do they cause disability or cause the baby to
1: be autistic? So no, they do not. So back in the early, the late '90s, um, there was this doctor from London, Dr. Wakefield, who did this study, um, and he came out and published it in this journal that said, uh, the MMR vaccine specifically caused autism. And so there was obviously and understandably a big uproar both in the scientific and the, um, the parental communities that this shot that we thought was once safe was no longer safe. And now we have this answer to why people have or why kids have autism. So once again, understandably there's this big push to not vaccinate, especially against MMR. Um, All the while, all the scientific community started researching into this very, very heavily. So it was found that Dr. Wakefield's um, initial research was actually quite flawed. So there was lots of conflicts of interest. There was even some falsehoods in his actual study. So this um, allowed the Lancet, which was the actual journal that published his research, to retract that paper saying that it was not a true um, study and that people were not to listen to it. Dr. Wakefield actually even lost his license over this. Wow. And then since then, there has been numerous, numerous studies saying the exact opposite that the MMR vaccine does not, and there is no correlation between MMR vaccine and autism. So once again, MMR vaccine or any vaccines for that matter do not cause autism.
0: And I think the whole goal is focusing in on re-educating that myth and helping families and Mm -hmm. their loved ones to move forward and not to be in fear. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's another question, a myth Infant immune systems cannot handle so many vaccines.
1: Yeah, that's not true either. You know, the uh, cells in our immune system are millions and millions of cells. And the cells that we introduce or the uh, antigens that we introduce through vaccines are so small in comparison um, that it doesn't even come close to being able to overwhelm the baby's immune system. So your baby has a very efficient immune system that can both do its normal job and ramp up to help protect your baby against these diseases we're, we're vaccinating against. So they can definitely handle it. So
0: there was a study, again, conducted in 2010 in California. And just to kind of follow along with that answer, it uh, there were close to 10,000 cases of whooping cough more than one year since the whooping cough vaccine was introduced in the 1940s. Ten of the infants too young to be vaccinated died of whooping cough during the outbreak. The CDC warned that infant these will become more frequent and harder to control if vaccine rates continue to fall. So in conjunction with that answer, the more that we do vaccine, the less that we'll see that type of a problem within our arena.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So let's talk a little bit about natural immunity Mm -hmm. and herd immunity. What is, first of all, is it? Herd immunity, community?
1: Yeah, so herd or community immunity is the thought that if everyone around you is vaccinated, then they can't pass that um, disease onto you. So by association, you're kind of... Protected, So even though you do not have the own antibodies in your body, that everybody else protecting you and not passing it along to you will protect you. The problem with declining vaccination rates is if the vaccination rates decline, the disease prevalence increases so more people around you actually can transmit the disease to you so you're no longer protected.
0: So, you know, we have a big thrust uh, in this era of people coming across the border, coming into different parts of the country including nebraska and the worrisome is that they're not uh, vaccinated Mm -hmm. and you know who knows what kind of vaccines that they may or may not have right so the goal is to maintain the discipline in getting vaccines from age yeah
1: it definitely is because vaccines have even eradicated a lot of the old-timey if you want to say um, diseases that we used to see like measles like polio you know we haven't seen them so the thought is that oh you know we're not seeing these so why do we vaccinate against them well we don't see them because we vaccinated against them because you know they're not we're not transmitting them and we're not getting you know actually active infections with them so that kind of goes along with your natural immunity as well so in some cases natural immunity is better however It's a gamble, I think. Do you want to risk getting that disease and risk the potential one long-term consequences or risk not even being able to make it through the disease? A lot of these diseases are deadly, especially to the young babies, um, versus the alternative would be to vaccinate against it. um, And vaccines have been shown to be very safe and then not even get the disease. So it's a very big toss up, but for me all the time, vaccine would win. Uh, another myth, uh, vaccines contain unsafe toxins. So there's definitely been a big push with the FDA and all of the safety regulations to get all of the, the bad stuff out of vaccines. So in the beginning, yes, there were some things that were not as safe and we found that out over the years and we are um, definitely getting away from uh, making any vaccines with anything harmful. So the biggest one that people kind of talk about are, is the mercury or the thimerosal. There's only one vaccine that is still in the United States that has thimerosal, and it's just a multi-dose um, flu vaccine, which, by the way, we do not carry here at SRMC, but that's the only one. The, the purpose of that was just to prevent contamination when you go back and forth through the um, vial. Um, Other things are found in super, super small amounts um, that would not even build up to cause toxicity in your body. The CDC, I will say, has a really great um, section on their website that has information on every single potential ingredient in all the vaccines. They'll tell you what it is, what other things it's commonly found in, and what vaccines they're found in. So if you have any questions about specific ingredients, reference that CDC. Right on. Thank you. Thank you. Here's
0: another myth better hygiene and sanitation are actually responsible for decreased infection, not vaccines.
1: So this is another one that they studied as well. So obviously more, better hygiene and sanitation decrease um, illness like hand washing or... exactly yeah hand washing not you know cooking foods to certain temperatures, things like that. But when they really compared the infection rates, to hand washing or just better hygiene and sanitation alone, we still saw the bigger drop in the disease rates after vaccinations. So, even in the studies, yes, it does help, but it's, vaccines are still the cause of the, the declining rate. The fact is, vaccines do help us stay healthy, and there are so many.
0: As I look at this, you know, what are the risks? You know, diphtheria, HPV, influenza flu, measles, rubella hepatitis A and B,
1: and this next question is, vaccines are not worth the risk. So similar to my answer before, um, if you look at the risk of getting, or the risks of morbidity and mortality, meaning death and major chronic illnesses and conditions associated with actually getting some of these diseases compared to the risk of getting the vaccine, it's a no-brainer. You know, the risk of having a severe allergic reaction uh, to a vaccine is they quote it normally around one case for every one to two million injections compared to some of these other, well, definitely some of these other uh, cases like whooping cough and MMR, measles. They killed lots and lots of children when they were very prevalent before vaccines, So I definitely think that vaccines, you know, I don't really think it's a a super big risk. So I would say take the vaccine over the disease.
0: Vaccines can infect my child with the disease it is trying to prevent.
1: So there are very few vaccines that actually have um, a live virus in them. So unless you have a live virus in the vaccine, there is zero way that you can get the actual disease from the vaccine. Even with the live virus vaccines, they're called attenuated or they basically cripple the vaccine or the the virus or whatever part of the um, virus or bacteria that they're putting in the vaccine so it doesn't cause the actual disease. So that's not really true either. Now, some people do have symptoms after getting, say, the flu shot. I hear a lot of people, oh, I got the flu after the flu shot. One of two things happened. Either you already had the flu and you weren't showing symptoms yet, and just a day or two after, it was just a coincidence. Or two, you are showing signs that your body's making the appropriate immune response. Um, Some people can have some body aches. Some people can have a low-grade fever. But that's just showing that your immune system is ramping up and doing what it's supposed to to counteract that vaccine. That makes
0: sense. Mm -hmm. For sure. Another myth. We do not need to be vaccinated because infection rates are already so low now in the United States.
1: So that's kind of going back to the herd immunity and natural immunity. Once again, it's so high and we don't have these diseases because we've been vaccinating. So if our vaccination rates decline, then the diseases are going to increase and then we're going to start seeing more and more of them. So the way to keep these disease rates low is to continue vaccinating. So I know we've all probably heard of the cases of measles and whooping cough yeah. in California over the last couple of years. Even cases of polio are starting to increase yeah. now because of the trend to not vaccinate. Once again, these were diseases that were very few and far between um, previously because of vaccination rates and are now starting to reemerge because there's been this big trend to not vaccinate. So that's kind of firsthand why this is a, a total myth.
0: Some final thoughts as we narrow down into uh, this podcast. Now we, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the TB vaccine for children.
1: Can you go into that at all? So our country doesn't offer that. Um, I know countries over in like Africa, places like that, offer that vaccine mostly because of the prevalence of the of tuberculosis over there. There is not one for an adult. I know that, um, but it's not something that we routinely give here.
0: And then there's talk a little bit about also, Doctor, about future vaccines and a new generation of cancer vaccines.
1: Do you have any comment on that? I think it's very um, interesting and exciting research that's going on. Um, I know specifically with the new vaccines, the mRNA vaccines, they're really looking at that technology to do the the cancer vaccines in the future. So there's a lot of cool scientific stuff coming up, and I think we're going to see some major advancements in the near future.
0: I think it's all exciting, Mm -hmm. actually. Any final thoughts, any additional resources for our listeners?
1: Yeah, so I know the CDC is a really great resource for patients um, and parents. They have a plethora of information on there, cdc.gov backslash vaccines backslash parents. So it has a lot of really good sound scientific evidence. I would definitely say do your research, especially if you're skeptical about certain things. But make sure your sources that you're looking up are good scientific sources don't look to facebook don't look to tiktok really look at those scientific sources and cdc is one of the great ones the other thing is don't be afraid to talk to your doctor about it too you know i have multiple conversations a day about vaccines for people we're not going to judge you if you don't want vaccines you know we want to talk through why what's what what are your fears? What are your concerns? We're not here to, you know, sell you anything. Our goal is to take care of your kid the best we can. So really have that conversation with your, with your provider.
0: Get the facts. Vaccines help you and help us stay healthy. Call your MD today for any questions or concerns with vaccinations. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode of Beyond Hospital Doors. To learn more about Sydney Regional Medical Center and services offered, visit us on our Facebook page, or you may call us at 308-254-5825. Thank you for your time, and thank you for your continued support. This is Kimberly Dreyer.